mids sounded better the second I turned it on. Yeah, I don't. Is there? I guess some... that's what happens when you have an actual microphone. Yeah, I guess sometimes actual like specific equipment like really makes a difference. Like a microphone for a podcast. Like microphones for podcasts and uh, you know other things. Oh, sorry, didn't see you there. Welcome back to Problematic Hats with the Brubaker Brothers. I'm Jason. I am Redneck Joker. Oh, no. Hey, boy. Get up over here. I'm going to give you some scars. Give you something to think about. I got some hooch. I made some apple pie. I'm going to fuck you up. Since we're on the redneck thing, I kind of (laughs) wanted to... uh, that's bring up a local king news. of segways. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to bring up a local news story just because of the atrociousness of it. Brothers saved meth equipment in fire, left their grandmother to die, according to DA. Cool, cool. These two guys are actually getting charged with manslaughter. They were being charged originally with second-degree murder. But they it got changed to manslaughter because they allegedly saved their meth equipment from a house fire that it caused. Mm-hmm. But they left their 82 year old grandmother to die inside the home. No, she lived. She lived a good long life. She uh she was dying for the cause. Dying for the battery crank cause. <laughs> dying for the cause for uh, raising them boys up out of the ghetto. Where where was that? Did it, does it say where that was? Uh, it was in Steuben County, Pennsylvania. Where or no, Steuben County, that? New York. My bad. Mm. I uh, I fucked up. Steuben County, New York. Uh, it doesn't actually give a town. Just okay. a county. Well, at any rate, these shit weasels are everywhere, so it doesn't oh, matter. Yeah. Well, the reason that I brought it up is because it sounds like it should have been oh, in yeah. Six Mile Run, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's uh, that's good stuff. Hey yeah, guys, I mean, if your um, meth lab starts a fire, at least get grandma out. That'd be the the right thing to do. Or you know, don't make battery crank. <laughs> don't make battery crank. That's your lesson for today, folks. Don't be making fucking garbage meth that burns an apartment. Is Now, was she the only uh, victim there, I hope? They are saying apparently she was the only fatality, but the two idiots are also facing multiple reckless endangerment charges for every single firefighter who was res- who responded to the call. Good. I hope they lock away the fucking key, just throw it out, just swallow it and shit it out into the septic tank, because those fucks should not be left out ever. Well, I mean, in in the the war against drugs, so to speak. Oh, know. fuck the war against drugs. Well, I this, mean, as far as part of the, the war against humanity. Well, this is part of the um the the reason we're even seeing this story is because of the war against drugs. You know what sure. I mean? Sure, and I would argue that the war against drugs probably instilled the fear of them going to jail for drugs more important than worrying about their own grandmother. Yes. So, I mean, 
Yeah. That's kind of why, uh, you know, there, there's a deeper story behind this socially that I thought was problematic enough to bring up. The fact that these two dudes prioritized, A, their drug equipment, mm-hmm. and B, their own freedom over top of their grandmother, who changed their diapers from the day they came out. Oh, my God. You know, they obviously lived with her. So do you think she was complicit on the act? Do you think she she had to know, right? If she was in the apartment that the meth lab burnt her to death, you'd think uh, she would know. Uh, she would have to have some speculation that it was there was some happenings. All I'm these... saying is the old bitch might be responsible. Maybe she put him up to it. <laughs> wow. That is uh, that could be a possibility. But we'll could also be satire. Could also be satire. Could be me talking out my ass for a laugh, which I mean I got a bigger laugh out of myself. So <laughs> did you see uh Kate Beckinsale coming out saying she thinks that Ryan Reynolds is her doppelganger this week? No. I personally don't see it. It's really weird. I uh as often as I look at stuff on Twitter for political reasons, I don't really see like certain other things like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I saw it on Facebook, which is cancer, by the way. Yeah. Facebook is the cancer. Facebook needs canceled. Ooh. Do you think we could get Facebook, trap it into saying something racist and then, uh, you know, cancel it and shut it down? Shut it down. I'm pretty sure with Zuckerberg um, looking like data from the Star Trek The Next Generation <laughs> fucking spawn on, on Capitol yes. Hill. Yes. Like, if that doesn't get Facebook canceled, nothing will. What the fuck? Rose, Rose McGowan sues Harvey Weinstein. Lisa Bloom claims they worked with spies to discredit her rape allegations. Ooh, he's getting hit with a fucking... Oh, this is awesome. I really wish pop-up ads would fucking die in 2019. Um, Wow, racketeering charge. Oh, man, throw the book at this fuck. (laughs) Harvey Weinstein, no friend of problematic cast. No. Um, Certainly not. So, um... I'm trying to find a natural segue... And I can't really find a natural segue. So how about this? Do you think it's all right for professional sports teams, which neither of us are really all that indebted into, do you think it's all right for them to use shit like, uh, you know, a chief, an Indian chief for their mod or their logo for their shit? shit? Like, do you think that's okay? Do like I the, personally like the Redskins think... or the Indians or Christ, the Celtics has a uh, the Braves nice little leprechaun, all these racist little tropes. Is that all right? I don't think it is. But why is it accepted? 
Because it was, and here here's a funny term that's rather appropriate here. It was grandfathered in. They were Ugh. grandfathered in into into popular culture and acceptability, because like back when these teams were created and the sports were popularized. I mean, like the Celtics. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's a I guess would be a term for the Irish. Yeah. And they're the Boston Celtics, right? Yeah. So Boston had a lot of Irish immigrants, right? Yeah. I would I would assume that it was just a larger box categorization for the town. I, I mean, I don't know how they would get something as problematic as the Redskins. You know what I mean? For a team... Because it's the Washington, D.C., right? That's the team for Washington, D.C.? Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess all lands here were taken from the native peoples. So, I mean... Do you know anywhere. what else is problematic from Boston? What's that? Mock Wahlberg. Did you know he beat a Vietnamese guy's eye out of his head in a hate crime? Like, for real? Yeah, for real. When was this? Uh, 1988. Holy shit. And he didn't, like, do jail time or anything? Was he I don't think so. I think he was pardoned. Yeah, he says he's not the person he was 25 years ago. But I don't think you should accept that as an answer. Because uh, if you hate the Asians enough to beat somebody's eye out of their head that's not something you can reform from in my opinion well and i mean this this is definitely going to take the conversation down a path because at that point are you proposing that reform or or personal growth isn't something that people can do even when it comes to hating do you think it's okay for it to be wiped from his record and him be a fucking not. multi-millionaire Absolutely that nobody not. knows this fact? No, I, mean, I don't think that's okay at all. But I was, I guess, I was trying to take the conversation down a different road. I don't think it's it's um, something that should go unspoken of the man, but it also shouldn't be something that I don't know. I'm trying it's, to figure out what he has done for any kind of reform. Re- re- reparation or reform for mm. such thing. Because, I mean, socially, that is what society accepts from people as penance or uh, an observation of reform is some form of reparation. You know what I mean? We're sitting here, we're talking about it, and we're both obviously um, – Debating whether or not it should be something that should be like on every Emmy or every Oscar that he wins. You know what I mean? Like I used to be a a hate crime uh, perpetrator, you know, something like that. But like. Well, he has deep regret. Well, and and I'm sure he said (laughs) a lot of prayers and and had a lot of thoughts about it, too. (laughs) But But I mean, everybody deserves another chance, he said. Personal accountability is a constant in every moment of your life. I mean, now, just people because do you make got, mistakes, obviously. Just because you got drunk and killed somebody's kid behind the wheel or something, but 
you don't remember it because you were in a blackout state and you felt really bad for it later, that excuses it? No, that doesn't excuse it. But we have agreed upon precedents that have been set legally. Now, this is this is I'm just saying this for the the fact of debate. Really? Yeah. 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 And, um, you know, we have legal precedents for terms because of constitutional law that there is so much of a punishment for, say, vehicular manslaughter yeah. or so much of a punishment for drunken vehicular manslaughter. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the law of the land, the 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 law of the people doesn't necessarily cover 100% of every circumstance of every person. It's of it's a guidebook. Not, or you could have a robot do the court cases and shit. You know what yes. I mean? Yes. And in in the case of justice bot. Yeah. yeah. Justice bot will dispense justice now. You know. <laughs> Insert head into chamber to receive. <laughs> to receive guillotine. <laughs> Or or it could just be like a pat on the head. You have done your time. Or a complete fucking uh, decapitation. But I mean, the whole... Justice served. The whole thing with um, crime and punishment and, and consideration for time spent, like, the way it's domesticated is far from what... Um, an immediate primal response would be. Yeah. See, this is where I start drawing uh, into gray area personally in my morality, because um, as a whole, I think capital punishment, I think it should not exist, but there's extenuating circumstances where somebody just needs to be put the fuck down. Like I, yes. uh, like I, uh, I put on Facebook the other day and this is legitimate. Desmond, my six year old says to me, wouldn't Batman save a lot more lives if he just killed the Joker. And that sounds like I'm just making that up. He literally said that to me. And that's, honestly one of the most dichotomous things about the batman lore and it's very profound for him to observe that at his age sure but i mean it opens up the big philosophy of it all that it's like yes but then he's breaking his one rule i mean if you kill one person the amount of murderers stay the same but in the case of batman and joker the amount of murders do not stay the same. Sure, it makes Batman a murderer at that point, but the potentiality for more murders goes way the fuck down. Well, and then you have the idea with that of a power vacuum. Yeah. Because people are going to move up to a place of power. And whether it good or bad, the Joker, so I mean, since we're using this as um, yeah. yeah. You it's know, a good analogy. Yeah. It is a good analogy. In, in that case, the Joker being dead, somebody would move into that spot. Like there would be somebody that would fill that role socially. Yeah. In order to maintain the current landscape politically and socially. Sure. 
and in, I think a, in a real world scenario usually. But um, when I was saying certain people that need to be put down, I was thinking more like the uh, quote unquote serial killers uh, of the past. Like, yeah, uh, the Jeffrey Dahmers, the Ted Bundy. Bundy's. Yeah. Like Bundy, who swore his innocence till the very end and then on the night before just fucking admitted to everything thinking he would get a stay of execution it's like no fuck you the last time you escaped you killed more people you're obviously a wild animal that needs to be put down see and and we are at this point and, and it's something that's been constant throughout society we are deliberately limiting our exploration in what the criteria is for the separation between man and animal mm-hmm. and psychology is where we are to, to, to determine what differentiates us from the creature now in cases where you have serial killers they are obviously more impulse and brutal and less human than say your standard every man or woman yeah because these people these everybody's might have certain homicidal impulses but they have different methods and means to mitigate them or not act on them yeah i I think um such a an explosive response is natural and primal in everyone Sure. Anybody if that you're told pushed you, far enough, yeah. Everyone, you know, certain circumstances, like if, say, a drunken person kills a kid in a car accident. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like to to kind of circle back to that. You know, my immediate initial response would be animalistic. Yeah. Now, what I do with that determines the person that I am. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, not to sound like disturbed, but how hard is it not to get just get down with the fucking sickness at that point? Because I don't I don't want to ever have to think about it. But if something happened to one of my kids. Yeah, I don't know if I could control myself. And I mean, maybe that's just the kill switch for everybody. And and I think. To kind of bring in another popular lore aspect is it's a meditation between the light and the dark side of the force, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I know that's really nerdy for some of you. No, but, and um, it's and it's real close to another uh, lore that this podcast in particular has been walking the line of since episode one. Christianity? That we have two wolves inside. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. Now, go back to the light and the dark. I, I just had to throw that in there. Well, uh, a lot of what I guess is outlined and talked about and, and, you know, built upon in the Star Wars universe. And hopefully we don't get fucking sued for talking about it. But we can say the word Star Wars. But Disney owns it now, so we might get Mickey Mouse fucked. Yeah, they're gonna have to get twenty minutes into a podcast. 
that nobody listens to. So, <laughs> so tell your friends. I'll, I will uh, consider it a personal slight if Disney doesn't sue us. So tell your yeah. friends, get us sued. That would be fucking sweet. Yeah. Disney. Any Dis- press would be good press at this point. Disney, Disney, Mickey Mouse, sodomy. <laughs> now it's fucking libel. So. <laughs> Anyhow, um, the the Sith code, real simple. You know, through passion I gain strength. Through strength I gain victory. I missed one somewhere in there. Uh, you know, through victory my chains are broken. Well, the, I mean, that's basically the tenets of Satanism, too. It is. Which, I mean, you could say the whole thing is just an analogy for uh, Christianity and Satanism, you know? And it's just two sides of the same coin in the end. The well, animal I, and the fucking saintly of us, you know? I, I think that a lot of the debate in religion and in the hearts of human is... And has been summarized so many different ways, but it all does translate to what we do with the animal inside of us. Yeah. So how do we begin to, as a larger society and as a civilized society, start to itemize the things in people that make them more animal? That's where we have our justice system. And it is fucked up. Yeah. When it comes right down to it. So. I I know I've been obsessing with serial killers lately, but what is it about the name Samuel Little that just it hasn't been elevated to a Ted Bunny, to a John Wayne Gacy, to a Gary Ridgeway, to a fucking Richard Ramirez. Samuel Little is now officially the most prolific serial killer in United States history. Uh, authorities have verified over half of the 93 murders he's confessed to over a 35-year span. And as I think we've said before, this totally shoots in the ass the idea that a black man can't be a serial killer. Cause yeah. Well, a lot and, of people would have you think that only white devils are uh, capable of that. I think anybody with humanity is capable of it. You know, I agree. Anyone trapped in a human body is capable of it. Including women, including... Yes. There have been some really nasty women serial killers out, out there throughout history, too. Look, look into Catherine Knight. <laughs> she... She ate her boyfriend in the name of love and fed her, uh, fed her boyfriend to the kids and shit. And it's like that's rather um, pretty cool. Praying mantis-y, isn't it? <laughs> hung, hung him from a meat hook, skinned Sweet. him, and just cooked pieces at a time and stuff. And yeah, he must have did something wrong. I think she was Australian. Yeah, I think they put her to death too. There's not a lot of women that have been put to death, but um, but. Back to my point, why isn't Samuel Little raised to this echelon? Is it because we have the foresight of 
all the ones that are through the stratosphere of all these murderers that happened like before we were born and shit. So we have 30 years of legend built on it. Yeah. Or is it just you would think in a social media world that this guy would be fucking everywhere. But well, I, I had to look up his name again. Yeah. And I remember we had talked about him before. And I do – I don't want to necessarily just say it's because he's African-American. But I think that does play a lot into it. I really do think that um, – They're trying to downplay it. They're, they're trying to downplay it because Bundy is sensationalized. Gacy, yeah. sensationalized. Um, and, and you know, Richard Ramirez was of Hispanic descent. Mm-hmm. and He wasn't necessarily as sensationalized. You no. know what I mean? No, I think certain ones get sensationalized because Bundy was hot. Yeah. You know, people thought he was fucking attractive. Christ, he had women come into the hearings just to like try to fuck him and stuff yeah which is i think i think gacy was just because it was over the fucking top he was doing dark carnival shit before icp was even thought of you know (laughs) (laughs) how would you like to suck my dick (laughs) no john wayne gacy i'm all set thanks i'm good thanks You just go be fucking fat clown elsewhere, please. But, um, shit, I had a point. I was coming to something and I just lost it. Um, fuck serial killers, I guess. That's what I was getting at. Well, I was on the FBI official page for this dude. And Mm -hmm. he has hand-drawn pictures uh, so far of like oh, there's is a timeline there's was... a timeline there's a hand-drawn pictures and descriptions of these women um he didn't just dis- well he had women so essentially he was a sexual sadist i mean if we're to get into the evaluation part of it sure most of them were prostitutes but that doesn't mean their life meant any less but you know, he didn't have a did, but... he didn't have a targeted female demographic. There were whites, there were there were black females, there were transgender females, there were Hispanic. I mean, like the whole way across the board, anyone who was female, identified female, that was enough for him. Yeah. So I think a lot of the sensationalization of this is also back to the conversation I was, I was having um, about how do we figure out or how do we determine where the animal lies in a person? Yeah. And that's, that's what's so hard because I mean, the person, the human psyche, like everybody wears masks you know, and yes. it's easy enough to hide facets of your personality from people. I mean, I agree a hundred percent on that. And I mean, I'm not, 
but I could just as easily be a murderer and I wouldn't tell people. So well, yeah, you wouldn't fucking know. About why the hell it, would you, you know? telegraph something like that? I mean, if you're in it and it's unless something you're the Zodiac. Like, yeah. Well, unless you're the Zodiac, which that dude. <laughs> something else. Something else. That's what I'm saying. He did some bad stuff. He was a Rudy Pooh candy ass. Are you making an implication at The Rock right now for being a serial killer? Oh, my God. Could you imagine? <laughs> There's some more libel. <laughs> um, oh, shit. Oh, my God. I had a glimpse of what I was going to say, and I forgot. Um, um, do you think it's cultural appropriation back to what we were originally going to talk about for Avril Lavigne to go on tour with a Hello Kitty outfit? Because some people in America seem to think so enough that they were trying to start a controversy about it. I, uh, I really don't. I would have to read on it and to see what the accusations of appropriation were and to know if it was deliberately done that way. Basically, she's too much of a white girl to be liking Asian stuff. So well, a lot I guess of... we need to put up a wall between the... Hello Kitty's Japanese, correct? Or is it Korean? Uh, Where is this so- the source looks... country for it? Looks like Japanese. I know a lot of Japanese culture and American culture and certain communities kind of like go side by side. I guess with my half-truths and everything, I didn't realize there's a uh, song called Hello Kitty and a video that she recorded in Tokyo. But the Asians seem to like it so it just seems like people trying to knee-jerk be pissed off to be pissed off is it because she found a niche within a community and she was getting paid probably that would be my guess because they always trying to keep us down yo uh you may need to define that Nope, I'm going to let it sit. <laughs> sit and stew in okay. my libel. <laughs> well, I mean, if if we're being libelous, I'd at least like to know. Disney, goofy, BDSM. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Rule 34. <laughs> you? <laughs> <laughs> I was hitting my vape when you did that. I just snarfed fucking... Fake juice. That hurts. Oh no. I hope it doesn't kill you because they're killing people. Yeah. They're, they're oh, killing yeah. them. Um. What the fuck was I going to say? Man, I will remember it the second this mic goes off. Um. I just saw something on reddit it's an advancement in rescue technology it is this like fun slide type of deal like if i don't know if it's a plane or if it's a boat or whatever but it's like an inflatable fucking 
thing that they throw out, and it it's like a funhouse slide. Weird. It's hard for me to describe it. I uh, just remembered what I was going to say. Copy that? Um, and it comes back to that retarded podcast I listened to that I'm pretty tired of saying the name on here. If you're not into it, don't listen to it. You can figure out what I'm talking about really easily. But um, they made a sarcastic joke that it got me to thinking. Do you think, like, if America adopted white slavery for, let's call it 10 years, if they adopted white slavery for 10 years, do you think all the racism bullshit would die? Honestly, I think it would be something different. There would be people who would argue that it wasn't for the same length of time. Sure, there would be because it's that not. Would, there would be people that would argue that it's not slavery if you're willing to do it. No, we're not talking willing. We're talking... Oh, so just like... Put us out in the fields and whole, fucking whip us. And, a whole bunch of robots are going to like come in and like put all white people in chains and, and like we're going to be sold by our... We're going to be sold by our chieftains and shit. Sure. I think that's what Donald Trump's doing to all of the American people, not just white people. He's doing that to all American people right now. Walk a walk. <laughs> well, yeah. I, no, but no. I mean, if we're going to stick with the bit as far yeah. as like, I, I don't, I don't think people, other people would stand for it. No. I don't think people of color would stand for it. I don't think people in other countries would stand for it. I no, just because think... I think it's the extremists in all cases. Yes. Because I would argue the extremists were the ones that had slaves before. You know? The fucking... I mean, we fought a fucking civil war because a good portion of us didn't think that was right. You know? Yeah. It's not like all of us fucking whitey really wanted to keep the black man down. And here's here's something that always I always think about like when this portion of history comes up and it comes up often. You and I, our ancestors, mm. we weren't even in the United States. Mm-mm. No. None of our the, our factions of our family tree were in the United States in nah. the 1800s. Now you pretty much go back uh, four steps. We're in Serbia and Germany. I mean, we weren't even, I mean, we're talking a hundred years ago. Yeah. You know, we weren't even in the United States. So, but I think that because there are a lot of people who are white, who were, Mm -hmm. their ancestors were here. It doesn't invalidate the um, the question of whether white slavery would cure everything. Yeah. Cure all the dichotomous behavior. I mean, because you're still going to have hillbilly digger darn up the street that's going to want to ru- – like I, I saw the other day, there's a rebel flag on my street. <laughs> Does it and, have a predator on it? 
it, predator it, does. it doesn't have fuck. predator it doesn't have the skull from well, the punisher on it i mean punisher, it's just but predators even better i want just... a rebel flag with predator <laughs> <laughs> I, I still think the rebel flag the rebel rainbow flag that <laughs> i put on twitter the one yeah. time yeah um i didn't get anybody to respond respond to it at all i think like we're pretty heavy-handed when it comes right down to calling out people's bullshit. Yeah. Or, you know, calling out problematic things. And maybe that's to our downfall. I don't maybe. really think it is. Because... I mean, if, we, we go right down the middle. Yeah. We pretty much are like that type of negative song, we hate everyone, you know? Yeah. Um, I do believe we used that in one of our earliest episodes. Earlier ones, yeah. Yeah, definitely fit. Um, because it's the human. It's it's done. I it's, loved, God, I loved Peter Steele's fucking uh, sense of humor. Songs like "We Hate Everyone" and "Kill All the White People," and you couldn't ask for a whiter person than Peter Steele was, you know? He looked like Nosferatu. Yeah, he looked like the fucking Dracula, Vlad. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, and for them, but, to, I mean, it's just so, so fucking good. I think there's a difference between what you would consider the average white person and the white politics that take place in our society. Yeah. I was just seeing on Twitter earlier today that there was some official – I'd have to actually like go back on Twitter and see – like what i was posting um to get references to exact but the the guy was it at like a, a mayor a mayoral meeting complaining about how white males are the most discriminated against in today's society the fuck you say yeah yeah i had some shit really? on twitter about that yeah this and he wasn't even speaking proper english <laughs> he was using like hillbilly dialect Oh my God! And yeah, yeah, that's that's not true, dog. I think I said something along the nature of this dude is ESL. His first language was hillbilly or something. <laughs> what a fucking idiot! What what kind of logic and facts did he throw on that? I, there was a whole bunch of I have a, a white hood in my closet kind of bullshit that he was throwing down, but. <laughs> I, it, none of it was relevant. Like, it was just... He was upset that all the people that he thinks it's okay to hate are actually being recognized as people more so than they used to be. And and him's little white power feelings got hurt. Oh, no. Not his feelings. He yeah. needs them to feel. <laughs> Oh my god. Like I, th I thought about posting the let's go on the feels trip bus like <laughs> picture there, but I didn't know how that would be received. Oh my god, I think I found the most uh, what word can I use for a quantifier here? Alright, I'll just give you what it is. It's uh somebody on Instagram is photoshopping joker makeup onto all the guys from slipknot okay 
<laughs> it's that's not... a very 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 fucking specific message that he's it's, trying to send there it's not good <laughs> it's... <laughs> i assumed it wasn't good <laughs> <laughs> it looks like oh my god it looks like the cover page for our creepy pasta episode that we're gonna do for the Patreon this week. I, okay. <laughs> it's a, I, if I had to guess, oh my god, this one they just photoshopped huge eyes on Corey's mask, and it's fucking disturbing. Is it his most recent mask? Yes. The one from Solway Fur. Yeah. What a fucking song, by the yeah, way. Yeah, that song's brutal as fuck. I love it. Um. Uh, let's see. I want to do a quick creepy pasta, okay. just to give people a taste of what you can get on the Patreon. What's the address for the Patreon? www.patreon.com forward slash problematic cast. And you can get in on the five dollar level and get our um bonus episodes. Yeah. Yeah, our bonus episodes and. Uh, I don't know. We have some funny shit on there. We have an episode we did with our our brother in arms, Kyle, and you should definitely check that out. Um, so this one is called When Charlie Goes Away. Oh, snap. <laughs> Am I allowed to do like MST3K commentary on this or do I got to be quiet? No, you can do whatever you want to do. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I hate it when my brother Charlie has to go away. My parents constantly try to explain to me how sick he is, that I'm lucky for having a brain where all the chemicals flow properly to their destinations like undammed rivers. When I complain about how bored I am without my little brother to play with, they try to make me feel bad by pointing out that his boredom likely surpasses mine considering he's confined to a dark room in an institution. I always beg for them to give him one last chance and of course they did it at first. Charlie has been back home several times, each shorter in duration than the last. Every time without fail, it all starts again. The neighborhood cats with gouged out eyes showing up in his toy chest. My dad's razors found dropped on the baby slide in the park across the street. Mom's vitamins replaced by bits of dishwasher tablets. My parents are hesitant now, using last chances very sparingly. They say his disorder makes him charming, makes it easy for him to fake normalcy and to trick the doctors who care for him into thinking he's ready for rehabilitation. That I will just have to put up with my boredom if it means staying safe from him. I hate it when Charlie has to go away. It makes me have to pretend to be good until he's back or they'll know it was me. (laughs) That was pretty fucking rad, actually. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, oh my god. How dark is that, if that was for real? Yeah, well... Charlie's my scapegoat. I think a lot of the creepypasta that's out there are some of the... Best and worst of the world. Best and worst um, storytelling from a personal perspective. Unless somebody is retelling a story, a lot of that deep, dark storytelling that comes into that genre is really like a a a good picture a good parable of the darkness that lives in all humans i think the best uh 
the best place I've found when I just want to creep myself out and they've devoted podcasts to it. I, uh, I follow an author that has put out two books, full length books based on his stories and shit. It's uh, R No Sleep on Reddit. Okay, yeah, I've been there. Before, if you go to No Sleep and search to the top, you're going to find some of the creepiest skin crawlingest stories ever. But uh, I don't know. We're coming up on time. You got anything else you want to say before we wrap her? I. Uh... I think I pretty well covered a lot of what I wanted to talk about with the cultural appropriation. I mean, that's a that's going to be an ongoing thing that I'm going to bring up every now and again because that's it's fine. so. I've been bringing up serial killers forever. So. Well, and I think a lot of when we get down to brass tacks with problematic cast, the things that we're talking about here, a lot of the stuff isn't going to change. No, a it's lot of reciprocating. A just... lot of the problematic shit that is existent in society has been here for thousands of years. We oh, just yeah. didn't have the ability to record it and let a whole bunch of other people talk about it. I bet there was Neanderthal serial killers. They were just less hidden about it, you know? Well, it's, and... It's like, I don't like your Who do face. you think, like, ancient warlords were? Oh, they yeah. enjoyed, they relished in brutalization and taking what they wanted. Essentially, yeah. it's the exact same dynamic. It's just they didn't have to hide in society. Yeah. They they built their society around them and were revered as leaders. Ooh, I did just have a thought before we wrap. Um, okay. Friday night, the the night we record our premium is also the first day that uh, the Outer Worlds is going to be out. Oh shit! Yeah. And um. If any of you are Fallout fans, you should definitely check this out. It looks like an Obsidian written yeah, Fallout. It's, it's an Obsidian original intellectual property. But which... they like cut it with Rick and Morty and Futurama instead of like post-apocalypse, and it just looks fucking amazing. So now, I um, definitely got a um, Borderlands-esque comedy. type of thing too because of like being in space you know but borderlands definitely has its own humor to it yeah i i can see it having some borderlands to it but i think it's gonna be like futurama and fallout i'm hoping it's i'm hoping it's space new vegas is really what i'm going for yeah yeah because obsidian i think microsoft bought obsidian so it's probably not the last we'll see of obsidian hopefully this maybe team microsoft does well will, maybe microsoft will buy the fallout um ip back from bethesda before they drive that fucking flaming plane into the twin towers you know maybe that's what they're trying to do i sent you a message earlier today that they're doing a premium for uh, fallout 76 which yeah. is like $15 a month, $100 a year for I actually, fucking skins and trash. Yeah, I got involved on some of the conversation on Twitter about it also and saw that people are saying that they're also offering being able to play in the world yourself. Yeah. Like that part of that premium subscription is to allow you to have the whole world to yourself, which makes no sense at all. So you because, have to pay for it to be a Fallout game. Well, and it, it's the 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 world scaling. There are certain aspects of the world that you don't want to go near. Yeah. Playing by yourself. Yeah, I've found that out really hard. 
enough so that I gave it up because the Scorch Beasts just fucked me up so bad. Well, and I got to like a pretty high level and got to a point where I was dropping nukes on the prime fissure on the bottom right hand corner of the map. Mm-hmm. And it pretty much makes like a server wide raid event happen. Oh shit. Yeah. And everybody on the server would show up. And there That's were awesome. no instances of PvP. There was no bullshit. That's so cool. Why the fuck would I want to do that by myself and pay an additional hundred dollars per year to do it? I when didn't realize are... that the, there was end game content. I just yeah. gave up. Oh yeah, man, like... there is end game content and it's pretty legit. But huh. Like, why would I want to deliberately make the game unplayably difficult? Well, I feel like I feel like I may have missed the mark earlier when I said they're trying to cop out of Elder Scrolls. I think if it's not a hundred percent for the money, it's probably fifty percent for the money and fifty percent in hopes that somebody will buy the Fallout IP so they can just deal with their licensing with ZeniMax and do the Elder Scrolls series because that's what made them take off. Well, from know? what I gathered, because um, I still play ESO, yeah. and uh, ESO under ZeniMax flag is doing very well. They're yeah. continuing to update the game, release new content quarterly. And it's smooth as fuck every time and I jump it, into it. Every time they release an update, it plays better. There's more stuff to do. There's more people playing it. I mean, it's it's obviously in better hands yeah. than what it would have been in Bethesda's hands because Fallout 76 is a prime example of that. Trying, they're trying to implement it in the ways that they wanted to, and not take enough examples from ZeniMax, and they fucked it up. Oh, so bad. There's parts of that game I want to love. But man, other than that, I want them to fucking pound sand. Yeah. Maybe we should wipe the butter off our lips. Yeah, pretty much, because I've been, uh, I don't know, fuck it. Maybe uh, Fallout can just breathe dirt. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you next time. Later. Later.